This is the Monetize Everything Podcast, a place where people just like you can learn how to build wealth, improve personal finances, and start an online business all online. Now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, George Pitts. All right, everybody, welcome in to today's episode on season two of the Monetize Everything Podcast. This is your host, George Pitts. And today, what I'm going to do is talk to you about how you can start your very own online business, okay? Um, This day and age, starting a business has never been easier. Um, Literally, you can pick up your phone and you can literally generate revenue and build a business within 30 days. Um, If you've got a laptop or a desktop any type of computer with an internet connection, you can literally build a business probably twice as fast. Um, many of the platforms that many of us enjoy, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, um, allow you to leverage that platform that are full of consumers and clients and, and potential customers of yours um, to build a business. So let's kind of get into it, okay? Um, one of the things that I plan to do in this season and beyond is to get right into the content. I'm not going to do a lot of fluff. Uh, I'm just going to get right into the content, okay? Um, so today, in today's age, you have Instagram has over a billion followers. You've got Facebook billions of followers. You've got Pinterest, hundreds of millions of followers. I'm sure very close to hitting that billion dollar or billion um, person mark and, and, and Twitter. And, and these, to, to put it to you into perspective, imagine your content, okay? Your content is like fire, okay? And social media is like gasoline. So your content can literally be set on fire if it gets in front of the right people. And how you get it in front of the right people is very simple. You continue to feed the content to the people. You continue to research the hashtags to get in front of people that are specifically searching for that. And the people start to draw to you, okay? Your content is king, okay? Content is king and social media is, is like the queen. Okay. If you ever play chess, the king can only move in a very limited amount of direction. Okay. Versus a queen, a queen can literally move anywhere on the board. The queen runs the board, just like in some households, most households, if you're smart, the queen runs the house. And it's the same thing with the chessboard. The queen runs the house, which is the chessboard. And so, you know, the queen sets things up, they protect the king but they also set things up and get things in motion, okay? And social media is the same way. Your content is there, but social media is going to get things going and set things up. It's going to set things up for you to get in front of the right people, for you to uh, market your products and different things like that. So let's talk about this a little bit. The first thing that you want to do is you want to find a platform to begin on, okay? Now, listen, you should be using or at least have your brand name whenever you come up with that name. You need to have a, a social media page on each social media platform for that name that is 100% consistent across the board. So, for instance, people ask me all the time, how do I find you on social media? 
George Pitts Co. on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, you name it, George Pitts Co., that's how you're going to find me, okay? Now, if I was George Pitts on Pinterest and then George Pitts Co. on Instagram and then G Money on Facebook, that would confuse a lot of people. And it would make it difficult for people to find me because, you know, if I if I'm telling someone, okay, find me on Instagram at George Pitts Co. and on Facebook I'm G Money, and everybody that listen that's on Facebook and more active on Facebook than they are Instagram searches for George Pitts Co. and nothing comes up. Guess what? I'm going to miss out on those people. So make sure that your names are consistent across each social media platform. Now, regardless of what people say. You don't need a website right up front, okay? Now, listen, some of you guys that have been listening to me for a long time or following me on social media before I came on um, and started my own podcast, you guys are probably thinking, George, you used to tell us all the time you need to get a website. I've changed my tune on that, and I'm going to tell you why. You've got people literally selling products on a hourly basis, not even daily, hourly on Instagram, and they don't have a website. Okay, so you don't need a website per se right up front, but you definitely need a platform because your platform is the launching pad for that. Okay, so once you decide on a platform, whether you're more active on Facebook, you're more active on Instagram, definitely open up the accounts across all of your social media platforms, but find the one that you want to start with first. And I recommend going with the one that you use the most because it's going to be easier to transition into that. And then once you decide on the platform, you need to decide on what you plan to offer. Do you want to offer a product or a service? Okay. Now let's, let's break this down a little bit. So you've got a physical product and then you've got a digital product. And there's some people that don't know the difference between those two. When they hear digital products, uh, I used to think everybody knew what that was until someone asked me, um, when I was promoting a particular class I was doing, they said, okay, I understand you're going to teach us about digital products and how to price them, but I got a question. What is a digital product? And then I had about 10 other people respond like, yeah, what is a digital product? I hear you guys talk about this all the time, but I don't know what that is. And like six or seven other people like, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm interested to hear this. And I was just, I, I felt embarrassed because I've been talking about digital products for months. And so I felt bad because I hadn't been educating my community good enough. And I'm really, really particular about educating my community. So uh, I broke down what a digital product was and I'm going to do it today. So a digital product is basically a product that can be delivered digitally to a person that purchases it or uses it as, or you can use it as a lead magnet in exchange for a lead, such as their email address, um, phone number, or whatever it is that you're looking to gain from someone to continue to communicate with them. So, an example of a digital product would be like an ebook. Okay, this is something that you can read on your phone, on a Kindle. It comes in a PDF format. It might come in the the Kindle format on the Kindle store. Um, there's 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 all kind of different ways to get an ebook, but if many of you guys have ever had a Kindle before or Nook or even just, you know, PDF sent to you that people read that, that's a, that's an ebook. Okay. It's an electronic copy of a book. That is a digital product. Another example of a digital product would be like a checklist or a guide. Um, that's another digital product that could be a guide to guide you through uh, how to start a particular business or how to do something in marketing or how to set up a particular uh, type of uh uh, funnel or anything along those lines, that would be an example of a digital product. Another digital product would be a course. 
Um, a course is, is something that I feel that everyone should uh, should eventually be offering. Okay. If you're doing digital products, such as an ebook or anything like that, when you go through that process and you self publish an ebook or you create an ebook, you've done the cover and different things like that. You should teach people how to do that. You would be surprised how many people don't know how to do what you do, which again is transitions into a digital product because Courses are there to teach people how to do stuff. People do courses on how to teach people how to use Instagram. I've seen courses teaching people how to use Pinterest. I've seen courses of people teaching people how to use Canva, how to research hashtags, how to build funnels, uh, how to start a coaching business, how to go and, and sign up for a Dun & Bradstreet number. You would be surprised how many courses. Listen, guys, I've seen courses of people teaching people how to do hair. I've seen courses of people teaching people how to do uh, how, how to properly, you know, take care of wigs. Um, I, I've seen people uh, do tons of courses on makeup. There's a ton of makeup courses where people literally sell courses on how to apply foundation, uh, how to do eyelashes. I mean, I'm so intrigued by this stuff. I've, I've seen courses teaching people how to pray, um, teaching people how to uh overcome obstacles in their life. You can literally teach a course on anything. There's parenting courses, there's music courses, there's business, finance courses, relationship courses, you name it. There's one for it. So don't think that what you know or something that you're interested in is not of value. Okay. The reason that this is considered a digital product is because you record the course right? And you can use a platform to do that, to record it. You just need to get a webcam, whether you use your, your laptop, your MacBook, or you just go and buy like a Logitech webcam, uh, which I would uh, recommend the C920, uh, which I believe is around $100 or something like that on, on Amazon. It might actually be cheaper now, uh, but that's a great starter webcam if you don't have one built into your monitor or your MacBook or your, or your laptop or something like that. And then I would just go and get uh, a, a some kind of a recording software. Uh, I use Zoom. I've been using Zoom for a while to record it. You can go and get, uh, you can go and sign up for a free Zoom account for free. Just go to zoom.us and sign up for a free account and you can record your courses on there. And basically you just uh, record it. You stick it on a platform. There's different platforms out there. There's Teachable. There's Kajabi. There's Thinkific. Uh, you can put them on your own website if you want to. You can put them on Vimeo. There's there's tons of places to do it. Uh, it's just depending on finding which one you want and, and, and setting it up the right way. Um, and then once you build your course, um, you put a price tag on it. And then you upload it to your digital platform, which we just discussed. And then you market it. You basically get on social media, the platform you're on, and you basically market your course in different ways over a period of time um, to people. Maybe you talk about some different aspects of the course. Maybe you talk about uh, some of the things in the course. Uh, you talk about the benefits around those things to really see the interest around it. And then after a certain amount of time, whether it be days or weeks, depending on uh, how well connected your your uh you and your community are, uh, then that's when you want to, uh, you want to launch it. You want to offer it. Okay. The course is open for registration. I'm going to teach you X, Y, and Z in this course. You're going to learn this. You're going to learn that. I'm going to break down this. I'm going to break down that. And, um, I'm going to do all that for this price of, and then you give a price. 
um, and try to have like a call to action. Try to have, you know, this course is only going to be open for this many days before registration closes. And the next time this course opens, it's going to be, you know, you, you, you give a call to action and you make it uh, very appealing to people. Okay. And then you give them, you know, a sense of urgency because if people don't feel a sense of urgency, they'll feel like they can get it any time. This is why you got some people that get gym memberships and they never go. And I'm guilty of this. Um, but you, they get gym memberships and then they say, okay, well, I'll do it tomorrow. If the gym knows, if, if they know you can go to the gym anytime and you ain't got to worry about different things, then you're not going to be so open to going versus if the gym says, hey, we're going to do free weight loss classes. We're going to teach you, how, you know, how to eat, how to shop. But, you you know, the first 25 people sign up and you got to come every, you know, you got to put down a $100 deposit and you got to come, you know, every other day for six weeks and then you get your $100 back. That gives people a sense of urgency, right? Uh, so it's, it's different things like that versus, oh, you can come anytime. We're open 24 hours, seven days a week. Oh, I'll go on Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday gets here. Well, I got some stuff to do. I'm tired. I'm going to go on Friday night. Okay, I'm going Saturday morning. As soon as I get up, I'm going. You know, it's, give, them, give, your, give them a sense of urgency because if they feel they can get it at any time, they're not going to feel compelled to go and do it. Now, once you figure out what digital product you want to offer, whether you do an ebook, whether you do a course, uh, whether you do, uh, you know, like a, like a spreadsheet, uh, there's different. Uh, one, one great lead magnet for people in the finance industry is budgets, right? For instance, if you're able to create different budgets or, or, or pay, you know, debt calculators that are calculated in like Excel or Google Sheets, those are great digital products for people looking to budget, improve their finances, pay off debt. A lot of people love those things. I know I do. I'm not very good in Excel. So whenever people have those kind of things for sale for different types of things, if you're good in Excel, it doesn't even have to be about budgeting. It could just be about anything. But if you got some filters in there that can calculate stuff, people love that kind of stuff. Plus, you can build them for people, but you can sell those kind of things. You throw them on a platform, you put a price on it, and then what happens is... When someone comes and they purchase it, they can purchase this day or night. You could be asleep. You can be out enjoying time with your family and your phone goes off. Hey, somebody just purchased your book. Hey, somebody just purchased your course. Somebody just purchased your digital product. The system delivers that product to them so you don't have to do anything. And you can set up some automations and stuff in the background, which is what I teach a lot of my uh, a lot of my clients that uh, basically delivers the course to them. It sends a welcome email that comes from you and, and, and you can put whatever you want in it. So it's almost like you are interacting live with the person, even though you're not. And then the course is on demand. And of course, you've got different things that you can upsell. So that's the, those are the types of digital products that you can do. Now, let's talk about physical products. Some great physical products that people love to sell is things such as uh, shirts. Um, shirts is a great, great product to sell, especially if you got a nice thing or a very good logo or a different type of design. Uh, people love to buy apparel. They love buying shirts, hoodies, cups, uh, uh, hats, beanies, you name it. Uh, people love to buy that kind of stuff. So if you're very creative with that, you've got some really good sayings some catchy titles, uh, selling physical products such as apparel would be something great to get into. Also, if you wrote an ebook, you can get that book and self-publish it into a physical book. It's a lot easier than what you think it is. Um, and then, uh, you know, I did it with my first book, The Joseph Economy, which you can find on my website, georgepittscode.com, shameless plug there. But 
you can self-publish your own book. Um, whether you do an ebook, you can convert that ebook to a physical book. And now you've got two products that you that you did the work one time. So you could literally sell that ebook or you could sell a physical book because you've got some people that still love to have a physical book in their hand. They love going to the bookstores or the coffee shops and reading a physical book. And some of us, I'm like a hybrid. I like doing both. Uh, if I'm laying in bed or I'm just chilling or I'm on a plane, you know, I love being able to pull up a book on my iPad and, and, and read it. But there's some times where I want to kick my feet up, have some some tea. Uh, maybe I just want to get out of the house and go to a coffee shop. I like having a, a physical book in there, you know, so it just depends. I like both. Uh, but having, having, you've only done the work one time, but now you've got two products. You got a digital product version of it and you got a physical product. The only thing with a physical product though, is you got to deal with like shipping and logistics. And when someone orders, you know, you don't have to ship it out in the middle of the night, obviously, but you know, you're going to have to ship it within a day or so. People don't want to wait a long time for something that they ordered. Amazon has really spoiled people and it's spilled over to, individual entrepreneurs like ourselves, uh, where people are expecting to get their stuff pretty quick. Uh, but that is another great way to do if you are good at sewing or, uh, you know, you've got other things that you can sell. Selling physical products are good as well. The best way to do it is just, like I said, promoting your stuff to your community and seeing what it is that they want. And, uh, that's really it, guys. I mean, you know, you find that. And then I believe once you actually build your following, you're starting to sell stuff, it's very important for you to leverage your success on those platforms and build up a website, okay? Uh, you want to have a place that people know where to find you if something ever happened with the social media platform that you are, that you're on. I know we see Instagram is strong right now. I know we see Facebook is strong right now. I know we see Pinterest very strong right now. But what you guys got to think about is MySpace used to be the Don Dada of social media. There was no, they were the big bad social media. Even when Facebook came out, MySpace was the big dog. And MySpace now doesn't really do much of anything. You know, they just lost a whole bunch of people's data because they, you know, deleted some stuff off of their servers during an upgrade that deleted everything, which I have a hard time believing that. I got my own conspiracy about that thing, but I'm going to leave that alone, but um, you need to have a place that people can go to if something ever happens with one of those platforms. And so I recommend as you start to make money, as you start to, you know, build up your following and things like that, get you a website because your website can be monetized also. Not only can you sell your own products, uh, whether you do that on a platform like WordPress or Squarespace or Wix, which are three great platforms for beginners. But you can also put things on there such as affiliate links. Affiliate links are going to be links from different um, businesses that they pay you in exchange for people clicking those links, using those links to buy something, using those links to register for something. They pay you so much money based on the action. Okay. So for instance, like one of my biggest, uh, one of my biggest affiliates is Bluehost. And so whenever people actually sign up, you know, when they click my link on Bluehost and they buy a domain, I get paid so much money for that. If they buy hosting or build a website, I get so much for that as well. But they also pass on discounts to people that use my product. So if people use my link, uh, they get you know a free domain if they purchase hosting. They also get a free SSL certificate versus if you sign up regularly, you don't get any of that. 
So, you know, they save a ton of money as well, but they also give uh, a good amount of commission for that thing. Then you got like some of the things like Google AdSense, which basically gives you uh, so much money for when people click on a link, so much money if they browse that page, if they order something, if they register, just giving their information without buying anything. They give you so much money for every different thing. Now, that's a little bit of a slower build, but these are the things that you could put on your website that are based around your niche that can also allow your website to become a profitable business in its own right on top of your digital products or physical products or anything else that you sell. So listen, y'all, I hope that this really helped you. I hope that this gives you uh, a little bit of a springboard for you to consider uh, whenever it comes to building your own business online. Um, Stay tuned for the upcoming episodes where we go in deeper with some other entrepreneurs as well as uh, personal finance experts out there as we share more of the details into how these individuals leverage their experience and skills to build their online business. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episodes on how to start a business online. You guys have a great evening and we will see you soon. And remember, if you're committed to taking care of your money, your money will be committed to taking care of you. Until next time, y'all make sure y'all go out and monetize everything. Thanks for listening to the Monetize Everything podcast with George Pitts. Visit us at georgepittsco.com for show notes and more resources on how to build wealth, improve your finances, and multiple streams of income all online.